Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. If you're a fan of the show, write us a review and tell your friends about us. And if you donate at thebittersweetlife.net, you'll not only help keep the show going, you'll get a handwritten thank you note in the mail. And we will never forget you. Also, if you want to sponsor the show, contact us through thebittersweetlife.net. And if you're new, welcome. I'm Katie Sewell. This show begins in Rome, right after I quit my job as a senior producer for public radio and moved there. This was totally out of my character. My co-host is Tiffany Parks. She's a writer, author of Midnight in the Piazza, and she's my childhood friend. And she also moved to Rome, but over a decade ago. She flew there with no real plan and managed to stay. Don't be afraid to start way back at the beginning. I promise you'll be entertained. And don't be afraid to start thinking about how you might want your life to be different. We're all on this journey together. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and I am in San Francisco. Tiffany is away this week, but I am here with one of my good, good friends in San Francisco, Lynn Portinato. Thanks for coming and joining me on this street corner. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So we are about to embark on a fine experiment. (laughs) That's one way of putting it, yeah. So um, why don't you tell us what we're going to do? We're going to a psychic, and we're going to talk a little bit about what he foresees for my future plans career-wise and maybe moving. So me and Lynn have been friends for, I don't know, at least a year, year and a half, something like that. And in that time, you've been having a lot of questions about what to do now. So where are you currently at and what are you wrestling with? Well, I've been at the same job now 11 years and all I know is I'm ready to go. But that's not saying much. I mean, I need to go and then what? And I have some vague ideas. I'm really thinking, as you know, I'm thinking Italy and Europe, although I'm not going to mention that to Felix, the psychic. I'm going to see where he goes and if he kind of brings that up. So that's not much. I know I want to leave. And then I would like maybe some direction. But you have some worries about whether or not you should leave, right? I, mean, I know you kinda, you're sick to death of the job, but, but is it the responsible thing to do to quit your job at this point? Right. I have a little bit of that, but it's getting so bad, it's kind of making the decision for me. What's so bad about it? Unfortunately, the environment is bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Katie and I just had this discussion. My boss, I feel like... It's going to be like a year on the shrink's couch after working with this guy. So that's another thing. And it's also, I've been there 11 years. I don't want to blame them. It's just not a good fit for me, and I need to go. Although I think the environment is so bad now that it's helping me. It's yeah. motivating me. Yeah, it's making it easy to go. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your past. So because you are working in finance now, but what were you doing as a young passionate person before you fell into the world of finance whippersnapper nothing really (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think is that you know I I always I took a lot of ballet classes and always wanted to be a dancer but I don't have the body or the talent so I never pursued that and then I just fell into this as a way to put a roof over my head it's kind of an unintentional job but it 
pays enough to live in San Francisco, so I think I got comfortable. And that's easy to do because it's an expensive city and, and uh, it doesn't take long to end up on the streets here. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. But no, that's true. I think I kind of got a little, maybe a little complacent. Yeah. The other great news for Lynn is that she has dual citizenship. So when she talks about going to Italy, she's not like me where you think, uh, well, what am I, heck am I going to do there? I'm just going to have to hide in the country or teach English or something. But you could legitimately go and just stay. Yeah, that's true, and that's one reason I think of Italy. First of all, the cost of living is better than San Francisco, depending on where I go, but almost anything is better than San Francisco. But also, I could stay, because I have an Italian passport, and I could come and go. And there's a lot of Europe I haven't seen, and it's really hard to get there from San Francisco. So it would be a nice jumping off point. So we're going to Psychic today, in part because I was thinking it would just be fun to go see a psychic medium at some point because a lot of people I don't know if, how many of you listening but a lot of people when they are at massive turning points look to other people for advice and some people look to psychics for advice I have only had one experience with a psychic I don't know if I've told about it on this show before or not but we basically me and a work colleague of mine went basically because they opened up a shop right across the street from our job and they were giving away advice for five dollars we were like well what the heck what are we doing during lunch let's go get some advice and it was at the time when i was trying to decide if i should quit my job in public radio and move to rome i knew that i had the opportunity to do it but i hadn't decided if i actually should do it and this woman who i think spent all of five minutes with me because you know five dollars five minutes <laughs> just looked at me and just said i think you already know what you want to do <laughs> and <laughs> Well, of course, anybody could say that. But at the time, it made me want to cry because it was like somebody being like, it's okay to quit, is what it sort of felt like what she was doing. Yeah. Or maybe that's just how I took it, was if you want to go, just go. Stop being responsible. Just go. You know what you want to do. So that's my only experience. But we were out to lunch, and I thought, what would be kind of a fun experiment to do in this turning point for you? And, and I mentioned this idea, and you were game. Absolutely. I, you know, maybe there's some little thing I'm just missing. And maybe that's not even a psychic. Maybe that's just uh, an impartial observer saying, look this way. So, and he might do that. Yeah. And this is a person you're familiar with, right? Yeah. A couple years ago, I went to him. And I would say he might be a cut above the $5 psychic across the street because I have had some good, some good experiences. Yeah. So we're going to go and we're also going to get to know him a little bit better. Should we head over there? Absolutely. I'm excited. All right. Let's see what happens. And through the magic of radio, I'm going to pause now, and then we're going to be there. So, very exciting. <laughs> we're dialing in. <laughs> this is a cool building. I know. Very San Francisco, right? Yeah, very. Hello. Hi, hi, Felix. Well, hi. Come on in. Hi, Good nice to see you. you. I've seen you before, right? Yeah. You, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Hi. Katie. I'm hi. Felix. Nice to meet you, Katie. Nice to meet you. How Thanks are you? Thanks for letting us do this. Of course. Thanks for coming. Can I get water for either one of you? What? Sure, I'll take some. Why yes, not? please. Yeah, come on in. Make yourself comfortable. So here we are. Uh, tell us who you are. Well, my name is Felix, and I have been working as a medium for 18 years now. Psychic medium, I can't forget the word psychic. Part of what I do is see things that haven't happened yet, so I have to put that in there. But I'm a medium, and I 
basically come between the physical person and the spirit and I relay information. So when somebody thinks about a medium versus a psychic and or a psychic medium, what's the difference for people who are laymen? Sure. Well, psychic, we all are psychic. We all have the ability to perceive. So psychic is perceiving information, whereas medium, mediumship is receiving information. So there is a difference. And something my mentor helped kind of clarify for me a long time ago was that all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. Okay. The ability to see things in the future does come with the ability to connect with spirit. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So how did you end up getting interested in this in the first place? I was walking around a psychic fair in the, at the Hotel New Yorker. This was in 2002, right after 9-11 happened. I was seeking answers. I was just trying to figure out why. I know I'm different. I know that I can see things and feel things. And I just want to know more about how it works. So I, I walked to this psychic convention. And I met this man named Hans King. And I went to his booth. Actually, he called me over. He says, come here, young man. And I was like, sure. Hi, how are you? He says, he says I want you to come to my class tomorrow. Room 505. He's like, you're going to promise to come? And I said, sure. And I'm like, I don't even know what this guy does. So I'm going to go to this class. And then I re read up on him. He's a medium, Hans King. And I said, okay, cool. I didn't know what to expect. I showed up. There was about 55 people in the room. I sat towards the front. He did a little talk about what he was going to talk about, spirits, and he connects to the spirit world. He left the room for about a minute and came back, and he felt different. And he went to someone, he read them. He says, who's Gladys? And he goes, that's my wife. And he's, he said, well, your wife is with you. She wants you to know she loves you. And I'm just like, I started getting nervous. And I didn't know why. So he came to me. He says, hello, young man. And I looked up, and he seemed like a different person. He says, may I have your name? And I said, well, at the time, I went by Lee. He goes, no, that's not your full name. What's your full name? I said, oh, Felix Lee. He says, yes, you must use your first name in this energy. It's the full energy of you. He goes, do you know, Felix, you're a medium? And I said, uh, yes, I do. And I'm just sort of new at this. He says, I know. And he continued to tell me things that nobody would ever know. Mm -hmm. Very specific things. And I cried. And it changed my life. And he says, you're going to be bigger than me one day. And I was like, wow, that's kind of neat. I don't. Yes. And it was kind of like, he says, there's spirits showing me a lot of money around you. And he says, you're going to help a lot of people. And I just was like, everything he said resonated. I felt like I was supposed to do something important. I had a message to share with people. And he was validating all of it. It was life changing. So you said that was in 2002? It was in March of 2002. So then how do you build yourself into a working medium well, today? Before that, I was actually doing readings on the side, just kind of like, covertly you know but he just came in and validated everything so i'm sorry your question again no 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 like well how do you build that into a business like him right. saying well, you this is I you didn't even think about i'm gonna turn this into a business i just thought i need to start like doing this and tell people about what i can do and and so i went through a period of, uh, of another year he would show up at the learning annex in new york city at this huge church about 300 people and I was having panic attacks at the time, so he, he didn't know that. But he decided to tell everybody at the end of the class. There was a man in the audience named Felix who was taking appointments, and I wasn't. And that he just basically announced that I was a medium and that he should go up to me and sign up. And I was like, I was not prepared. Yeah. Uh, I had a pen and paper to take notes for the class, but I ended up taking down about a dozen or so names and actually started doing my work right 
at that moment, I started getting a schedule together and putting them in a calendar, and I've never done that before. I'll never forget my very first reading came from that day. Yeah, do you remember that person better I than everybody else? Absolutely do. <laughs> yeah. Yes, life-changing for me and for her. You can't tell us anything about that person, though? I really can't. There's too many <laughs> very specific details that could be sort of research that's very very unique to that person. And that person's still in my life now, so. I should mention, if you hear any banging of behind me, that's the wind outside. It's also a very windy afternoon, so. Yes. The heat, the wind, we are bringing it all together. All the elements. Yes. Uh, so one more question before we get started, and then maybe I might have some more at the end. Uh-huh. You said that when you, you always sort of knew that you were a medium. How did you know that? Well, as a child, I used to see spirits. And what I, does that look like? Well, it likes like the half of a body floating around, floating across the room, people's heads coming out of open doorway. I actually remember when I was 11, I would watch TV and then in the distance is, is a bedroom and the door would be open. I could see people poking their heads out and I'd be like kind of scared at first. So my parents would put a poster, they had a poster of Madonna up there. And once they put the poster there, I didn't see it anymore. So they would do things to kind of help me not experience certain things, but I would uh, just still see things anyways. And spirits would talk to me in my sleep. And I, I would remember some of the things they were telling me as I woke up. And one of them was my grandfather visiting me after he passed. So that was the life changing experience. I feel like, really helped me to be okay with, okay, grandpa died, but he's talking to me now. So I really don't need to be afraid. What did your parents make of this? They cautiously listened to me and, you know, they were very open. They didn't tell me, no, you're not talking to grandfather. Had other family members say that, being brought up Catholic, of course. But they were very open and very inviting to let me tell them what I felt. And that actually, I feel helped me. They believe me. After saying things to my father that he never told anybody, but only his father knew, that got him to really open up and say, wow, he must be really talking to my dad because no one knows that. So I would say things just randomly, and who told you that? And I'd be like, I don't know. And he'd be like, there's no way he, my son would know that. So Like what? Like my grandfather mentioned something about his car and, he didn't want to sell his car but because it was my dad's first car that my grandfather bought him. So it was a sentimental thing and that he could sell it but didn't want to and other people wanted him to. I just said things I didn't understand and it made sense to him. And it's, yeah. Is it strange to you what the spirits talk about? Uh, at first it was because it's like, you know, what's the reason for being here is a nice conversation I'd like to have with them but that's not where they're that's not where they come and talk they just give validations to say hey we're here we know what you're going through and we're with you and you have to go through this we had to go through this and you have to be here they just want us to know that there's a rhyme and reason for why we're here they can't just come and tell us everything you know what I mean like we came here on a mission to grow we can't have someone come in and tell us all the answers right so we're here to unfold that it's sort of live it and I, that's what I've come to realize. So why do they talk about things as their dentures falling out or things that were funnier? Because it's sort of like those things people remember and there's an emotional connection to those stories that people, hey, no, yeah, my mom, dad would talk about this or this is something that was important to them when they were here. It's sort of a validation that's their personality. Hi there, I'm Katie. And I'm Tiffany. Taking a brief moment out of the show so I can ask Tiffany a question. Yes. Tiffany, are you the kind of person who would put a sticker on your computer? 
I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what if that sticker featured a painting by our artistic muse Caravaggio? Mm, well, maybe in that case, <laughs> sure. I never thought I would either, but then we got these amazing little vinyl stickers featuring the Bittersweet Life logo, and I want to put them everywhere, so my laptop was a good place to start. And we're giving them away to you, too. Just pledge your love and support to the show by becoming a $5 a month donor on Patreon. And you'll get a sticker and access to our super secret Truth or Dare episode. And here and there throughout the year, exclusive bonus content too. That's right. <laughs> Just visit patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the bittersweet life podcast i'll make it easy by putting a link in the show notes and if you love the show support it by becoming a member of our patreon community and now back to the show all right so i'm gonna let you take over now and i'll be the fly on the wall so i just need to get something that belongs to you lynn watch maybe is this something you've had for a while yes cool all right hold on so let's get your full name lynn fortunato F-O-R-T-U-N-A-T-O. And then may I have your date of birth? 3-11-65. So the reason I asked for your birthday, and I've told you before probably, I look at numerology. Numbers just kind of tell me a little bit about what's going on around you. So it gives me an idea of what's happening. So this year's birthday, 3-11-2019, add it together. So we get 3 plus 1 is 4, plus 1 is 5, plus 2 is 7, plus 1 is 8, plus 9. We get 17. And then we add one and seven together, we get eight. So this is a year number eight for you, Lynn. What does that mean? So eight, personal year number, is about relationship energy. It's about things going well or going better. Eight, if you turn on its side, represents the infinity symbol. So it's a year to break old patterns. It's a year where uh, new things are starting to come up for you. Eight is what we call an extrovert year. Last year was seven. Seven's more of an introvert year. This year is about you being active and proactive and connecting with people. So eight is a relationship year. So it's a good year to make new connections. It's a good year to meet people. If you're looking for love or if you are open to relationship, perfect year to experience that and to get to connect with people. So what else? Eight is also a good year about work, but for you, it gets six. And we are going to pause for a moment as this reading really gets going. This is a much longer episode than normal, so we're breaking it in two. That way you can fit it into your life however best suits you. Both parts are released today, so just plow right through if you like. But I want to tell you one other important factor in Lynn's life that we didn't mention on that San Francisco street corner. She wants to make a decision about her life direction soon. Her lease is up in September, and if she renews it, that will lock her into her job for another year. So should she quit and move abroad or sign up for another year of her lease and her work? Join us on part two to find out. You can learn more about Felix Lee Lerma at felixleelerma.com. There's a link in the show notes. And there you'll also find a link to our Patreon page. There you can support the experimental radio that is this show and earn prizes in the meantime. That's patreon.com slash the bittersweet life podcast. And finally, if you haven't yet, subscribe to the show and never miss an episode, especially part two of Medium, available right now. 
This is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. We welcome your questions and your feedback. Reach the show by emailing bittersweetlife at mail.com. That's bittersweetlife at mail.com. 